Are you ready to take your life to the next level? Join your host, Samuel Sullivan the Eighth, on the Level Up Podcast so you can design a life worth living, achieve what you want, create balance, and find fulfillment. You know there's more to life, so dial in and level up. So a few weeks ago, it was actually Super Bowl Sunday, my fiance and I were at the beach with a few friends and Maria grabbed the camera and started taking pictures of everybody. I had a cigar in one hand, I had a vodka, a Tito's drink in my other hand, and I was just chilling there, enjoying the weather, and I just realized all of a sudden, um, you know, I was just like, I'm a, I'm a flex for the gram, this is good content, yo, 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 and Maria took these pictures. Well, a day or two later, I went through all of the pictures and I realized that I was the chubbiest I have been since I was a freshman in high school, which has been over a decade now. And my waist is actually the largest it's ever been when I ended up measuring it. And I was really upset with myself because I allowed myself to get to this point. Now, there's the you know, we, we got to love ourselves through the difficulties of life, but we also need to love ourselves enough to tell us when we're messing up and when we're screwing up. And I knew at that moment that I was messing up. I was not living up to the standard that I know I am capable of living to. And I needed to really get in tune with my inner discipline and in tune with who I am in a mission. And so with that said, I told myself that I now know my fitness goal and it was to lose 20 pounds. I was at 215 pounds. And so I got to get down to 195. My long, long term goal, if I like really dream about it, is 185. I've never, I haven't been that light since I think my freshman year of high school. And I want to be able to do that to help the longevity of my body. So I, I said, I got to go to work. I've always lifted. I've always hidden behind a big bench press. I've always hidden behind having big arms and being able to curl out or squat a lot. I used to squat double my body weight, bench double my body weight. But I realized that that's breaking down my body. My joints and my ligaments need to be taken care of. So I'm going to take up stretching and running and I need to lose this weight. So my diet's been tight and I told myself that I need to run every single day for 30 days and then I can become more strategic with my workouts and whatnot to lose weight. But I need to get into the discipline of waking up and going on a run. So last week, Started off with a four mile run. I was really surprised. I had a five mile run the next day, and that was fantastic. And by the end of the week, I ended up totaling a, a total of 21 miles in seven days. Well, then Monday this week came, and I hit my two and a half mile mark, which means I would have had to run back for another for five miles total, and I felt really good. And so I was like, I'm gonna keep going. To kind of give context to the situation, I was reading, I, uh, I just finished the book, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. David Goggins is an, uh, just retired from the Navy SEALs. He was the only person to be in Ranger School, the Navy SEALs, and the Air Force's uh, Special Ops. He's competed in ultra marathons, which are like 100-mile races or 24-hour runs. Um, incredible athlete, incredible guy. Lost over 100 pounds in, in 90 days to become a Navy SEAL. Went from 295 to under whatever it was. And it, the book was so motivational. And it taught me how to break your limits and understanding that whenever you start feeling tired, you're normally about 40% of your capacity. Well, I'm at two and a half miles and I feel really good. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to run to the end of the road, which... I did. I ran to the end of the road. I looked at my my pacemaker. I had this app on my phone. I think it's called Strava or Strava. And it told me that I was at like 
uh, what was it like close to four miles. So if I would have turned around, it'd be close to like seven and a half to eight miles all the way home, but I still felt good. And I was on top of it. I'm listening to house music and I have this like vibe in me. And so I had all this energy. I'm like, I'm going to keep going. And so I texted Maria. I'm like, I'm going for the half marathon. I didn't stop running. I kept on moving. And at this point, the mind game started. Can I really do this? I'm like, Sammy, you're one crazy mother bleeper. You can like, I was like, Sammy, you're going to have to tap into who your potential is to be able to do this. You're going to have to push through pain and be okay with the suffering. I would look at the sun and I'd be yelling at the sun saying that that the weather would not be the reason I turn around. And that's not a good excuse. Even though the sun was starting to really hit me, I'd walk, I'd run, be running past the speed limit signs. It'd say speed limit 50. And I would look at the speed limit. I'd point out and I say, there ain't no limits. I'm gonna break these. And I continued to move forward. And all 13 miles of the half marathon, which I ended up completing, I realized was a warfare. It was all a battlefield inside my mind. And I feel as if that's how life is in general when it comes to our relationships, when it comes to our physical feats, when it comes to our mental capacities. We have to become disciplined and we have to have a war between reality and our ego. Our ego is going to make sure that we're comfortable. It's going to make sure that we feel secure by telling us it's okay to turn around right now. You've done more than you did yesterday, but yet we have more output. We have more potential. It's going to tell us that, you know, your health is important that you know, you might as well make be easy on your body even though you probably can push past it. There's going to be the physical limitations or it's like, "Hey, I read a book last month, so I don't need to read one this month because I didn't, you know, I read more books this past year than I did last year. But if you have the capacity to read more and challenge yourself, it's important to find that balance. So there's two points to this that I'm trying to make. One is about breaking your limits. And the second one is not being a perfectionist and breaking through perfectionism. So we just talked about the breaking your limits and that's part of the balance. But the other balance is understanding when enough is enough perfectionism. And I've learned this um, just recently, the past few weeks, I've really uh, dived deeply into my journal and I've also reached out to some health professionals about this. Perfectionism isn't the problem. There's There's a quote I heard. The problem is rarely the problem. Perfectionism is a result of the problem and the problem is insecurity, whether that happened from parents, coaching, whatever it might be. But perfectionism is perfectionism is rooted in insecurity. And the reason why we feel perfectionists feel the way they do is because they tie accomplishment to self-worth. But accomplishment should not be self-worth. Accomplishment should be celebrated and our self-worth should be confidence in our effort. So if we broke a limit, our confidence in our self-worth can be rooted in who we are, how we treat other people and how we treat ourselves and how we develop. And then the accomplishments are simply a byproduct that we get to celebrate. It's a reason to go out with friends. It's a reason to enjoy the finer things in life. So finding this balance is going to take a lot of self-awareness habits, such as journaling and reading a lot of psychology and tapping into those things and taking quiet time, such as meditation or prayer are going to allow you to tap into that skill of self-awareness. It's critical for success. It's critical for happiness. And I hope you understand where I'm coming from. I am not perfect in any way, shape or form, but I do know what dirt, bottom broke bottom rock bottom looks like and I know what happiness and fulfillment 
tastes like. I haven't had it all the time. You know, it's sometimes it's day to day. On Tuesday, for example, I finished this half marathon, right? On Tuesday, I feel like I'd, you would think that I feel great about this accomplishment. My body, one, hurt like hell. But more than that, I was mentally disconnected because I was like, well, what's the next thing? And I realized that I didn't know what the next thing was. And that maybe I, I discredited the 13 miles and I was trying to find out what the next high was, what the next accomplishment needed to be. And it wasn't perfect. Everything wasn't right. So instead of tying myself to the accomplishment, I had to say, yo, like I did a great job. I need to be thankful that my body got up today. This is something that on my interview with Craig, uh, we talked about being thankful for that. So it's not about what we accomplish. It's about how we view the accomplishment. The accomplishment is simply the byproduct of the effort of the hard work and the discipline that you put in. And if we connect ourselves and we identify with our virtues, then we're going to win. Just to share a little bit more with you guys, at the beginning of this year, the end of last year, I decided that I was going to work on the foundation of who I am through my virtues. And those virtues that I created for myself are discipline, love, creativity, integrity, respect, and intelligence. So everything that I do, I'm trying to work on those and root my identity in being proficient in those areas of my life. And they're going to spill out into everything else. The foundation is important. If we don't have the groundwork laid for a house, everything's going to tumble. And that goes the same for us as human beings. We got to take care of our body. We need to take care of our mind. And our soul will be perfected that way by working on our intellect and by working on our body. So this is everything uh, that I have for today. I want to thank you very much for tuning in to episode three. If you found any sort of value in this, I want you to share this with a friend. I know that there are people suffering because I know at one point I was suffering. And if we reach out to the people that are having difficult times, we can make the world a better place. We are meant to be social animals. We are meant to help other people. It's a part of human nature. And if we can create a community around building others up and challenging other people to become better versions of themselves and loving them through the mistakes, but also pushing them towards their greatness. The world is going to prosper. You're going to prosper. And that person, whoever it might be to you is going to prosper. Anyways, thank you guys for leveling up. Uh, my big challenge this upcoming week is to be a little bit more present. I've gotten, I've gotten wrapped up into my digital world. So I'm going to try to take a step back and really enjoy my time with the people around me. That's how I'm going to level up this week. I don't, I don't know what it is for you, but please share it with me. I want to be your accountability partner. Remember that the best part about leveling up is there's always another level. This is Sammy Sullivan, the eighth signing off.